Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Joining us now on the Schneider Orange Hotline, you can check him out on Twitter at FMaddenNBA and from the Locked on Bucks podcast. He is Frank Madden breaking down yesterday's Bucks win in game four. Frank, what's going on, man? Uh, I mean, as a Bucks fan, I guess I'm doing a little bit better, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, like, how's your heart game, doing? But... <laughs> yeah, you know, it's sort of one of these things. I mean, they've just looked so off the entire time that they've been in the bubble that, um, you know, losing that first game against Orlando, it, yeah, I've just I've just been kind of struggling to really feel like this was the team we saw from before play suspension um, back in, you know, March, February, and before, so... I don't know. To be honest, it's it's been a weird it's been a weird feeling. Like I haven't been. I, it's not that I expected them to lose to the Heat, but I I'm not surprised. And obviously, uh, you know, with Giannis being out now, um, you know, if Giannis was healthy, maybe maybe I would hold out like that little bit of help that they could still win this series in a historic fashion. But obviously, with Giannis's injury, who knows if he's going to play? He obviously wouldn't be 100 percent even if he was. Um, it's still a really tough spot, but. All that said, I mean, you know, you root for these players all year long, and I think watching, especially Chris Middleton and you know, the other guys yesterday, you just had to be happy for them that, that they were able to step up and, and obviously get a, a much-needed win and, you know, claw back maybe a little bit of respect, if nothing else. So, um, you know, at least a little bit of something from a, a season that obviously uh, is not ending the way uh, the way we probably would have hoped. But, you know, never say never, I guess. Yeah, never say never, but I, I'm with you. It's like all my hope for this team has gone right out the window. I just there, there was just way too much working against them, and now that Giannis is out right now, I mean, it has not been made official for Game 5. You know, Giannis is going to try really hard to play in this game, um, but I'm not expecting him to play. I, I'll say this, though. I, I just I want to touch on Giannis first, Frank. I mean, that first quarter that he had was was just pretty amazing. And to do it on a bum ankle, I think is just as amazing. You can never question this kid's will to win. No, and I mean, he's had a uh, very, uh, we'll say up and down series, right? I mean, uh, especially games one and game three, games three um, it's been a grind and, and we've seen him kind of only in fits and starts look like the guy that we expect to see. And so obviously I'm, I'm sure that was weighing on him and, um, I don't think, you know, probably anybody who's watched him uh, as we have expected him not to play yesterday. And obviously the movement we saw from him suggests that he was ready to play, right? And obviously there's always a risk with, with an injury like that. But, um, you know, just the decisiveness and the way he was playing through contact, I thought was just extremely impressive. Um, and, 
you know, who knows, right? I mean, if you saw that version of him in, in games one, two, or three, you know, is, is the outcome a little bit different right now? Who knows, right? Um, I think, you know, he was probably thinking a little bit less and just, you know, being uh, more aggressive. And, and uh, that, But that's tough because that's what the Heat have done very well is they put, you know, multiple guys, they stun at you, they, they kind of do things to make Giannis think, and I think that's always tough because, I mean, Giannis, great passer. Again, I think he's become a much better decision maker, but I still feel like he's always at his best when he's, you know, just in that sort of attack mode. And we got that for 11 minutes and change yesterday before the injury. And, um, you know, I think everybody, certainly as Bucks fans, you, you will remember kind of him, um, you know, just going out there and giving it his all. And obviously the unfortunate retweaking of the ankle, um, put, put, put the pressure on other guys. And, um, you know, obviously just a, a strange game in, in many ways, but, uh, but yeah, you I mean, if there's any way that he can play, I'm sure he will try to play. He'll want to play. Uh, but, you know, just watching him <laughs> unable to, like, walk practically, um, you know, this is where you wish you had an extra an extra day or two between games. But, uh, unfortunately, it is what it is. So we'll see. Um, you know, but uh, but certainly he's a guy that also with an ankle injury is just, you know, that's obviously so so fundamental to his game. He drives left, he drives right. He needs he needs both of his ankles as much as anybody. So, um, you know, huge credit to him. And again, him going out trying to fight and be be tough and put it all on the line for the team. Obviously, you you know, not like we need any more respect for Giannis, but certainly yesterday we we had yet another reason for it. Talking with Frank Madden of the Locked On Bucks podcast here on the Bill Michaels Show. Let's just stick with Giannis for one more because I think we need to make it clear to the people in the back, especially after Game Three, there was a lot of freakout. Bucks Twitter, you know how Bucks Twitter operates um, when bad things happen. Everyone's thinking about Giannis's future right now. As far as we're concerned, Frank, Giannis is playing for the Bucks next year. It's not like this is it. The only way this is it for Giannis is if John Horst decides to trade him. But otherwise, he's staying here. The issue, though, is the Supermax and whether or not the salary cap is going to go up because it doesn't sound like it will. So what are Giannis's options right now for people that just can't comprehend that? I guess you could break it down into probably about four buckets, right? Um, I mean, the... The one that I don't think anybody who's close to the team or Giannis expects would be the, you know, he has a year on his contract left and he says, trade me, right? And he demands a trade, which, I mean, that's the only way that, that he would not be on the Bucks next year is if he just flat out said he's literally not showing up at camp. And I don't think anybody obviously would ever expect that. Right. Um, that's what some of the commentary, like Jay Williams suggesting that he's not going to be on the Bucks next year. It's like, I, I mean, I think the Bucks are, they're going to ride or die with Giannis, you know, pretty much no matter what, unless he literally doesn't show up Agreed. at camp, which again, I, I just don't think happens. So, uh, so yeah, that's, I mean, that would be the kind of like the, the scenario that I just don't think there's no way of happening. Um, you know, can he do nothing, not sign an extension and just say, I'm going to play out next year and then see what my options are? Yeah, absolutely. I think that the likelihood of that, I think has to go up, um, you know, seeing what's happened in this postseason. Although, uh, you know, hopefully if you're just a selfish Bucks fan, you know, hopefully seeing a game like yesterday where his teammates step up, where Bud lets the reins go on Middleton's minutes a little bit, but uh, Brooke Smith's minutes a little bit, like hopefully you feel like, okay, Giannis sees that there's still a chance to do what he needs to do here, um, that it's not that he's just, you know, doesn't have the supporting cast uh, in Milwaukee. But I think, you know, not doing anything this summer is probably higher, um, in which case, again, like if you're the Bucks, this is your championship window right now. You know, you have to, try to make the most of that and, and then see what happens uh, the summer summer after this one. Um, and then there's like probably I mean, there's two real scenarios. You mentioned the Supermax. So he can sign that five-year Supermax extension, which would kick in not this coming year but the year after. 
the one upside there is that that'll be based on the cap number in that year as well. So, you know, I, I, it's so hard to say what exactly is going to happen. I don't think, I mean, the cap's not, I don't, I don't think the league or the players association wants to see the cap drop a lot this year. I think they'll probably just artificially set it probably around where it is this year, just so it doesn't kind of wreak havoc on players who happen to be free agents this summer. And then they have some mechanisms basically for kind of pulling back some of that money. But the bottom line is that it makes sure that, um, longer term deals are not like, you know, basically punished as much as they would if the cap was set the way it normally is. So again, in Giannis, because his contract won't be based off of this coming cap period, it'll be the one after that. Um, you know, again, it, it probably is not going to be as big as it might have been without, you know, the COVID-19 crisis. But, um, but again, there's at least a little bit of, a little bit of flex there. Um, so he could do that. But again, I didn't really think that was probably likely. I mean, maybe if the Bucks won the title, he, he would have had incentive to do that. But, He's bet on himself before. I mean, he, he said a couple of years ago that, you know, basically he could have taken a five-year Supermax when he signed his rookie deal that was for four years, and he opted to go out in free agency a year earlier. Um, so he's done that before, and obviously now, no matter what happens, we've seen it, Kevin Durant, other guys, I mean, they, if you get hurt and you're a superstar like Giannis, you're still going to get a max contract if you want it coming off an injury. Right. So, you know, the risk to him is, is not really that high of turning down the deal. And as you were alluding to, if the cap then, you know, starts to go up significantly in the couple of years after he signs, then obviously, you know, that might outgrow uh, what what uh, he could have gotten if he just waited or signed a shorter-term deal. So, um, you know, again, it's not like w- waiting doesn't doesn't mean he can make more money in that potential free agency year because, you know, his, his Supermax will be based off whatever it is at that point. Um, but I think signing maybe a shorter-term uh, extension could be on the table um, because, again, that wouldn't be for the full 35% with the Bucks. He could still get 30% signed, like a two, three year, like a three year extension, two year extension, something like that. Um, and then he'd be getting, you know, less money, but he'd have a little bit more, um, you know, more money sewed up. And then he could hit up free agency a bit earlier anyway. So, you know, those are probably his options. Um, and he'll obviously have to think long and hard about what he really wants to do. And obviously, you know, Bucks Nation's going to be in suspense trying to wait and see what happens. But I mean, at this point, again, not signing anything, I don't think it's, necessarily a catastrophe but obviously it, it puts a huge amount of pressure on next year because if he doesn't see what he needs to see if he doesn't get to where he wants to be with the team next year and he doesn't see the type of improvement that obviously right now you would expect them to to need to show you know starting with mike budenholzer then um you obviously worry that that yeah there's a possibility that that he might opt to leave in the summer of, of uh, 2021 Talking with Frank Madden of the Lockdown Bucks podcast. So we only have about 30 seconds, Frank, but where do you stand? You just mentioned Mike Budenholzer, you, and you saw Twitter. Where do you stand on this fire bud movement? Well, I think the first question is Giannis. <laughs> what does Giannis want, right? right. Uh, I mean, if Giannis is going to get pissed off because he fired bud, and we know Giannis is probably loyal to a fault with coaches, right? We saw that with, with the kid situation. Um, you know, I think that's probably what ownership's first question is like, you know, Giannis's camp, what do they want to see? If they say we absolutely want to see Bud back, um, you combine that with the fact that he's owed what, twelve, thirteen million bucks over the next two years. I don't think ownership wants to eat twelve or thirteen million bucks to be to be honest. That is true, yeah. Uh, and then on top of that, I mean, as a fan, I mean the sad part is do you expect you know, I, I think what they what everybody really wants is, you know, would would everybody take, you know, Nick Nurse? Brad Stevens, Eric Spolster over, but I think obviously unanimously everybody would say, yeah, give me one of those guys. Um, but can the Bucks actually identify and find those guys, right? I mean, Nick Nurse was, you know, an assistant with Toronto when, when he was hired. Um, I, I don't really trust the Bucks to, to be able to find a top five elite coach to replace, to replace Bud. Yeah. And so, I mean, that's kind of a fatalistic sort of thing to say that like, well, you're just sort of screwed and you're stuck with Bud. 
Um, you know, but the other flip side is too, I, I don't know, has there ever been a guy who's won, you know, as many games in two seasons and then gotten fired his butt? I, I don't know. We're in a really weird spot. But Well, I think of Dwayne Casey. Also- like, Casey wins coach of the year and then he's out. You know, so, yeah, but he was there seven seasons, though, too, right? That, right? That's probably the big difference, right? They sort of saw seven seasons, and Dwayne Casey also never had, you know, Giannis or, in his case, Kawhi Leonard, right? He shows up the year after right. uh, Casey gets fired, which I'm sure Dwayne Casey probably feels a little better about. So, I don't know. I mean, I think absolutely. I mean, Bud has done enough, I think, I mean, or done little enough um, that, I mean, in a normal scenario where, you know, you throw out a contract, you throw out the player, you know, Giannis, loyalty, that stuff, I think, uh, if they fired him, I think there'd be justification for doing that, just given given the failures that we've seen. Um, that said, do I think that's actually going to happen for the factors I mentioned? I, I don't think that's going to happen. So I think, you know, the, the, the difficult questions that, that ownership needs to be asking is, what are you going to do to change that you have not done in these last two years? And why do we feel like you can actually, you know, match wits with the likes of those coaches that I mentioned? And that's a tough question because I, I think we clearly we haven't seen that. He is Frank Madden. You can check him out. Locked on Bucks podcast. Some really good stuff. And you can follow him on Twitter. F Madden NBA. Frank, I could do four hours with you. I got to let you go, though. <laughs> Thank you so much uh, for jumping no on on Labor Day. And who knows, maybe the Bucks will surprise us again tomorrow night. Yeah, have a great one, Joe. Thanks. All right, Frank Madden joining us here on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. They work hard, you work hard, they treat you fair. For 80-plus years, they've been getting it done. Call them at 800-44-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.